0: Dave and Ryan's movie review and action.
1: Everyone loves going to the movies. And while some are amazing, some are awful. Fortunately, we have Dave and Ryan. Two guys with nothing better to do than watch movies of today and movies of yesterday. So get your popcorn ready, silence your phones, and relax. Because the show is about to begin.
0: Cue Dave and Ryan in 3, 2,
1: it's Dave and Ryan's Movie Review.
0: Sponsored by nobody.
2: It's time for another step into Movie Review Madness. Dave and Ryan here with you. Take 30. Wow. Wow. I know, right? 30
0: shows. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. You think people are getting sick of us? I don't know. I know there's a certain group of uh, moviegoers that don't appreciate our one
2: certain, um, you know, review, if which you- is... Awesome! If you go on our YouTube channel, just check out our reviews for The Oath. And the comments are yeah. almost better than go the review. Go for the review, stay for the comments. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So today, we're going to talk about the movie we went and saw. And we went and saw Aquaman 2. Aquaman! The Lost Kingdom. It was all right it was all right. And then with, you know, Christmas is just right around the corner, we got to talk about some holiday movies that are my yeah. favorites and yeah. and Ryan has yeah. his favorites. And then one of the one of the topics that it's long-winded, but I think it says exactly what we're going to talk about. And because there are movies out there that are just people relate them to Christmas, I don't know why. Okay? The the name of the topic is just because it takes place at Christmas time doesn't make it a christmas movie
0: well i think people uh, if they see snow they're like
2: oh christmas it's a christmas movie it's a christmas movie so we'll get there we'll get there definitely not hallmark at all on these lists no hallmark movies okay but before we get there we gotta go to hollywood
1: welcome to hollywood boulevard the place of glitz glamour and dreams just kidding. This place is a dump. That's why Dave and Ryan come here each week. You get the news from Hollywood without fearing for your life on the Walk of Fame. It's This Week in Hollywood.
2: All right, so this is one about next Christmas. Okay? Well, it's a long ways away. I know it is. Dwayne Johnson and Chris Evans read one from 7 bucks in Amazon MGM to jingle into theaters next year. See what they did there? Jingle into theaters. Oh! Right. Gino the latter Bells, half of Gino the 2024 Bells. theatrical release schedule just got a shot of testosterone as Amazon, Amazon MGM Studios and Seven Bucks Epic Christmas Comedy Red 1. Of course it's going to be an action movie. It's got Chris Evans and Dwayne Johnson in it. It's set now for a theatrical release November 15th of 2024. Mm. Johnson described Red 1 in an Instagram post Our movie is a big, fun, action-packed, and fresh new take on Christmas. Think Jumanji meets Miracle on 34th Street meets Hobbs and Shaw with a dash of Harry Potter and sprinkled on top of my all-time favorite Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) You're not feeling it? I'm just confused. I know. Santa. (laughs) That's a lot of movies to blend together. Santa in this one is going to be played by J.K. Simmons. There are pictures out there of him as Santa Claus already online. And this is the movie that you and I kind of talked about this because we were everybody saying that movies never make back what they spend on them. And, you know, actors need to start taking pay cuts and this, that and the other. Dwayne Johnson took home a $60 million paycheck for this movie. Wow. Okay? So don't tell me that actors can't start taking less. I'm
0: telling you right now, Dave, that Bugatti's not going to pay for it. So I
2: understand. Who's going to take care of my kids? Exactly. <laughs> Who's going to take care of my kids? So I'm not. <laughs> that's right. So we've got that to look forward to next Christmas or next holiday season. Another one. Uh, next fall is DreamWorks Animation, The Wild Robot. Will come to life early in fall of 2024. DreamWorks Animation, The Wild Robot, is set for September 20th, 2024. It's an adaptation of Peter Brown's award-winning number one New York Times bestseller, The Wild Robot. The movie features or follows, excuse me, the epic journey of a robot, Rossum Unit Seven One Three Four, Ros for short, that is shipwrecked on an uninhabited island. And must learn to adapt to the harsh surroundings, gradually building relationships with the animals on the island, and becoming the adoptive parent of an orphaned gosling. Wait, I thought it was... Not Ryan. Uninhabited. Well, not by humans, I guess. But
0: animals inhabit it. Okay. Take it up with the... I'm I'm just
2: just pointing out, you know... I'm just saying, take it up with Peter Brown. He wrote it. I'll call him later. Okay, call him later. Uh, No word on any casting as of yet. So... We've got that coming forward, and then, you know, we always talk and, and be, we're curious as to how the 2023 box office was, and everybody says, oh, this, this movie's going to lose money, and this movie's going to lose money, and this movie's going to lose money, but you know who had a really good year at the box office? Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Had an amazing year at the box office. Uh, he talked about the state of the movie business and says, Oppenheimer is the most successful film he has ever made. Uh, I struck box office gold with Oppenheimer this year, which has gone on to gross over nine hundred and fifty one million dollars worldwide. Yeah. Amazing. Nolan is now looking back at the year, giving his take on the cinema landscape as of now. He says, I've just made a three hour film about Robert Oppenheimer, which is R rated and half in black and white. And it made a billion dollars. Of course, I think films are doing great. (laughs) Nolan said in an interview with with Empire Magazine, "The crazy thing is, it's literally the most successful film I've ever made, and that's saying quite a bit."
0: Yeah, I think when people you know when people are looking at movies to watch, if they see the name Christopher Nolan, they automatically know it's going to be to a certain standard.
2: It is. It's going to be to a, a very high
0: certain standard. It's going to be an intellectual movie. You know, it's not just one of those where your brain brain turns off. For a few hours you know you ex you actually have to kind of engage and think about what's going on
2: Now we talked about it a few weeks ago i think and i, I think we're about two or three weeks out still from oscar nominations yeah uh, i expect that one to to do very well in nominations and when they hand out awards there's some amazing acting in that
0: and yeah I, if they don't take home at least three uh, in the subject matter, so you know they 're definitely up there for best picture. i think uh best actor is a you know a no brainer if he 's not nominated, then something is just horribly wrong and then uh, i don 't necessarily know about um special effects that you it know. was
2: not nominated at all, yeah, for any special yeah. effects those ones have already come out yeah um the one that always that is going to intrigue me i i think we'll see nolan as maybe best director is possible yeah, yeah. um uh, Emily Blunt as best supporting actress. And you've got to give a nod to Robert Downey Jr. as best supporting actor.
0: Yeah, I definitely think all of them are going to be nominated.
2: And here's the thing Uh-oh. I will lose my ever loving mind if they give the best supporting actor Oscar to Ryan Gosling as Ken from Barbie over Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I will lose my mind.
0: <laughs> oh, Dave. You're going to regret those words. I, I
2: very well may. <laughs> I very well may. All right, so let's take a look at the box office. Number five this week is Trolls Band Together. Brought in $3.9 million for a total haul of $88.6 million. Uh, Godzilla- minus one I just saw the executive producer of Godzilla- minus one just passed away the other day did it yeah and anyway it brought in five million dollars for a total of 34 point four I want to see that the boy and the blue heron brought in 5.5 bringing its two-week total to 23.4. I also want to see that and number two kind of surprised me especially the way it's kind of just bounced around the top five uh, the Hunger Games Ballad of songbirds and snakes brought in 5.8 million dollars yeah. for a total of 145 point two million that boggles my mind Yeah, it just bounces around. And then, of course, the number one movie last week, Wonka, which we loved very, very much, brought in $39 million in its first week. Oh, yeah. Not too shabby. All right. So once again, this week's show, we're going to review the movie Aquaman 2 and The Lost Kingdom. We're going to talk about some of our favorite holiday movies. We've mentioned some of these on the show in the past couple of weeks. We'll get a little bit more in depth into them, and then my favorite, as I said, just because it takes place at Christmas, doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Get those movies in your mind, and we'll see if we match up as well as as you know as, as we as we get to that as we get into that uh, that topic. Uh, but before we go, here's an honest movie review. It's time once again for another Honest Movie Review. Today, we revisit the 2016 Disney Adventure Family Fantasy sequel, Alice Through the Looking Glass, starring Johnny Depp.
0: You've been gone too long, Alice. There are matters which might benefit from your attention. Friends cannot be neglected.
2: This cannot be good. Johnny Depp and Tim Burton ruined the original Alice in Wonderland and all of our childhoods. This movie is the reason I applauded Amber Heard taking a dookie on Johnny's bed. I can't wait to speak with you again next week. <laughs> that movie don't was get it. bad. That was a bad movie. I don't get it. There's Sometimes there's just movies that you watch and you don't watch. Sometimes you even see the ad and you're like, no.
0: Uh, there's just some movies, yeah, like you said, that you just don't know what they are or what's going on. So you just have to take it with a grain of salt. And I think this movie was definitely one of those. <laughs> that was
2: definitely one of those. Out of all the movies that we've talked about, that was one of them.
0: Although Jordan, were, me and Jordan were talking the and he did say that this is actually one of his favorites. Probably.
2: In ninety percent of the time, next he to just, Priscilla. Ninety percent of the time, he just says that to get a rise out of you. Well, it must have worked. High hole silver. There you go. <laughs> All right, coming up, we're going to talk about Aquaman two and the Lost Kingdom. So stick around. Everyone on set, shut up! Shut up! These two buffoons are about
0: to talk about a new release. Dave and Ryan's movie review segment one. Action.
1: What's more exciting than a brand new release to the movie theater? According to Dave and Ryan, nothing. They're the first to see it, so you're the first to hear about it. All right, Aquaman 2 in the Lost
2: Kingdom. Disclaimer, before we get into this, ladies, he does not take his shirt off.
0: But I do. If you want to see that, that's,
2: that's a totally different thing. Totally different thing Dave's looking at me right now <laughs> I, Yeah, I am I, I'm dressing Dave, you with Dave, my Dave. eyes My eyes are up here I'm dressing you with my eyes <laughs> Wow Alright So Thanks uh, Dave This just... movie's gonna run you about two hours not, not a bad length of time for a movie No uh, Jason Momoa Patrick Wilson Yahya yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen Third Plays the main villain in this one Yep uh, Dolph Lundgren Martin Short and Tamura Morrison, and if you don't know who that is, he played his dad in the first one. Yep. He's Boba Fett. He is. He is the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy. Yeah, we, we talked about that, too, uh, in the in the movie,
0: because uh, he was a single parent raising Aquaman, and in the movie, you know, he talks about, oh, you know, you raised me. It was so hard. I'm just having a hard time raising this one kid, and we're like, well, Spoiler. that. Oh, f- <laughs> yeah.
2: and we were like, yeah, that's because he had a bunch of clones to help. Yeah, him. he had clones. Just, you know, it was OK. He <laughs> he had he had a lot of hands make little work. All right. So Aquaman balances the duties as king and being a member of the Justice League, all while planning a wedding and raising a child. Yeah. Was he planning a wedding? I think kind of I think they kind of reference that in just like one of his voiceovers. Okay. Like, nothing major was said, but I, it, I think you referenced that in there. Uh, black well, well, they had a kid, so obviously... Right. They,
0: I don't know. Maybe it's one of those, you know, new age type of relationships where they don't get married and they're just together.
2: hmm And the kids grow up to call them by their first name. Yes. It's not mom and dad. Nope. It mm-hmm. would be, what, Art? Art? Art. Artie. Yeah, Artie and Mara? Artie and Mara. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is going off the rails really quick. <laughs> Crazy
0: train!
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Black Manta is, of course, the villain in this once again. He's on the hunt for Atlantean tech to help rebuild his armor, while Orm plans to escape from an Atlantean prison. King Orm. Orm. Orm, right? Patrick Wilson? Orm. Old Patty. I think they called him Orm. Uh, they called him Brother. Brother. but <laughs> And you do see him with his shirt off, if that's any yep. consolation. just put that up there. All right. Uh, let's get into this. This movie, I really wanted it to do well because of the fact that it is the end of the line. This puts an end to everything, um, including Ryan's favorite DC movie of all time, The Flash. Yeah. This ends that whole story um, with James Gunn taking over uh, DC uh, Studios and getting ready to do his own thing. So this is the last of that line. And I wanted it to be really good and it was to a certain extent.
0: Yeah. It it you know, it was it wasn't a bad movie by no, any no. means. But it wasn't I wouldn't say it was a like a great movie. It was a it was like a mediocre good movie. Like you gotta watch it at least once. You know, it's def, you know, it's definitely no Green Lantern or Flash by any means. So, not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. You know, you're it it's got funny moments in it. Uh there's a lot of jokes. But like um like we said in our other review, um, it kinda gave me the whole Thor and Loki type of vibes, because you know, older and younger brother, they're basically this kind of the same personality. And it you know you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it, I guess, you know. Take that
2: story and go with it. There there is, is even a line in the movie where uh Momoa refers to Patrick Wilson as Loki. Yeah. So I, it, it's there. And, yeah, you get those vibes a little bit. And, yeah, yeah if it worked in Ragnarok, why not run yeah, with it? And
0: I think they were trying to go for, like, a Ragnarok kind of comedy with this. And it hit on some points, but then on other points it just wasn't there.
2: Uh, yes. for And for those of you that are wondering and curious, that's kind of one of the side stories that I went to with this movie was Amber Heard and her character. Because you've heard so many things about what has been done to her character and everything in this movie. Um, she is in it for maybe we decided ten minutes of screen time total. Yeah, Bro- broken up, and she has maybe thirty words of dialogue. Yeah. So what they basically did is is made her a character that the movie would have went on without.
0: Yeah, if she wasn't in the movie, well, and it and, was you know, there there was a part in the movie where they could have taken her out for the rest of the movie, but they didn't.
2: And, and like you said, that is, I'm sure. Uh, contractual things that she was already signed to and they were already paying her so we might as well get her in this movie. Yeah. So um, but it all starts with him and he's living on land and trying to be the king of Atlantis and of course that just never works out you've got to have is, your feet he is in not the water a good time. all the time. He does not want to be the king and um, some things happen and Black Manta gets this stuff and I guess really the overall feel of the movie is that we're screwing up the planet again. Yeah. This, has, and that's what, but that's what our Aquaman movies should be about. Yeah. And, and that's what he's all about, is saving the planet. Yep. And be nice to the porpoises and the whales. Yes. He will talk to the fish. He will. So uh, after watching this one and everything, I gave this one three buckets of popcorn out of five. Uh, it, it hit on some things. It missed on some other stuff. But the movie looked really, really good. And we talked about that as well.
0: Yeah, I I gave this movie uh, two and a half buckets uh, of popcorn. Uh, The cinematography was really good. And actually, there's a little pop quiz on our Facebook page. If you know the cinematographer, go in a little typey type. But, you know, the cinematography looked good. You know, uh, this uh, cinematographer, he also did the first one, too. And he did like Forrest Gump and he did a few other uh, really big name ones that um, most people will know. You know, they're like, oh, that's the guy who did that? But um overall the acting was uh, you know, there was no one who was really over the top except for uh maybe Momoa on just a certain mm-hmm. piece. And, uh, and that's basically it was his character, not really necessarily his character, it was more his personality coming out in the character.
2: Yeah, and the other thing too, uh they snuck Martin short in this. Yeah, I didn't and, even and I got to, didn't even you've realize got to that. really look for him, but he is in this. And he's the voice of a character, let's just put it that way. Yeah, you, you know, they have a conversation. And, and once again, it's rated PG-13, uh, some language, violence, but there are some scary images in this because of the director, and that's James Wan, who did, of course, some of the Conjuring movies and those kinds of things. And I we were talking about The Trench. I,
0: I wouldn't say it was, like, you know... Not necessarily scary. Their character design, I would say, is what's the more scary part, is the the, the way that the, the bad creatures looked. Okay. I Honestly, other than that, I don't think there was anything else that was really uh, scary. Not really
2: any jump scares, but yeah, yeah. I, I'll go with imagery. Yeah, imagery. Scary imagery. imagery. Uh, this, the, after the success or what have you, whatever Aquaman, the original, was, they were supposed to make a movie about the creatures from the trench, and James Wan wanted to, Every little part of this, and they took it away and got rid of the movie. So this might be his way of kind of maybe shoehorning some of those back into this movie.
0: They they did make a movie about the trench.
2: Well, not this one. Called the Meg. Uh
0: Oh, and the Meg too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you think Aquaman could control the Meg? Great books, by the way. I hate
2: you. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's where we're gonna go. (laughs) <laughs> but the the other thing you got to look at with this movie, this is the last time you're going to see Jason Momoa as Aquaman on the screen. For now. Not going to happen. No. He, done. We'll see. No, he's done. We'll, we'll see. No, James Gunn, I think, is going to stick to his guns. No pun intended. And you're done. He's done. Uh, I would say that he'll probably, I think you got a better shot of seeing him on the big screen as Lobo. Before you see Aquaman, him being Aquaman again. And it's really too bad that it didn't work because Aquaman was always one of those Saturday morning cartoon characters that everybody made fun of. Yeah. And now you have this big hulking guy that puts everybody to shame and is not really somebody to make fun of. Yeah, I'd make fun of him. You still make fun of him because he can talk to the fish? Yeah. Okay. So there you have it. Once again, Aquaman 2 and the Lost Kingdom. Not a terrible movie. Get on out and see it. Yeah, it's a go good holiday. Good, good way to kill a couple hours this holiday season. Take the kids. Take the kids and go out and enjoy this Take month. the
0: family that you don't want in your house.
2: That's always good, too. Yep. Yeah, maybe you go to the
0: movie for a few hours. I need some peace and
2: quiet. That's right. Maybe if your local theater offers gift certificates or something like that. Yeah. If only there was some sort of website that did that. You know, go on, hey. get them and say, hey, hey, look, why don't you guys go
0: to the movie? Well, what about you? Oh, I'll be fine. I need to make sure we dinner is ready. That's
2: right. So there and you when go. they
0: come back, there's pizza. Mm
2: hmm. Just like in Home Alone. All right. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to talk about some holiday movies. So stick around. Hey, idiots. We're back from
0: commercial. Dave and Ryan's movie review, segment two,
2: and action. Okay, so as we head into Christmas weekend. Christmas. Going to have a lot of time on your hands.
0: Christmas. With
2: nothing better to do.
0: Christmas
2: so we decided we should talk about some movies that we enjoy watching and maybe you'll like it to watch. you you would want to watch them as well right exactly okay so the first one up and we've talked about this briefly got to get into it a little bit more this time around uh Scrooged oh yeah 1988 pg-13 Bill Murray Karen Allen John Forsyth Robert Mitchum is in this movie mm-hmm. and it's a, basically it's a retelling of Charles Dickens a Christmas Carol Like in a modern day. In a modern setting. for modern 80s. (laughs) uh, Bill Murray plays uh, Francis Xavier Cross, a television executive who needs a little bit of a recalibration when it comes to Christmas time. Ooh, I like the word recalibration. like that? Yeah. And he's visited, of course, by three ghosts. Uh, The first ghost, if you're old like me, you remember David Johansson as Buster Poindexter. Yep. Second ghost, and personally my favorite of the three... Carol Kane. Yeah, yes. She beats the crap out of him. With a toaster. (laughs) I I, I love it. The third ghost, you never really know who it is. Yeah, it's Um, death. Yeah. But it all takes place while they are filming and getting prepared for a live television broadcast on Christmas Eve of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol.
0: uh, You know, a little fun fact about this movie. Um, We actually did a recreation on our uh, Facebook page.
2: We did. And you can go check it out. You can go check it out. Another one that's in this movie that's kind of behind the scenes and quietly you don't really recognize that, or you don't really remember that he's in it. Bobcat Goldthwait.
0: Yeah, he plays the guy who gets fired and he comes back and tries to shoot everybody. Uh-huh.
2: And Alfrey Woodard plays his secretary. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can't work late, I can't work late. And if I can't work late, I can't work late. <laughs> So uh, it's it's a good movie. Uh, probably one of my favorite Bill Murray movies. I mean, you take the Ghostbusters out of the equation, I would put this one there with Stripes.
0: Yeah, uh definitely it's up there. Um you know, you know when he's with like a like a a big name cast, you know, those are always funny. But this uh-huh. is kind of like a like a standalone just a Bill Murray movie. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely put it up there.
2: I enjoyed that one. So that's probably one of my favorites. I hope it's one of your favorites, too. You should give it a watch. It is. I, f- I think I found it on either Prime or HBO or on Max, one or the other. But it's out there. It's streaming. Yeah. I, and for I, the most part, I it's think usually it's, free. I
0: think it's on Hulu as well. Could
2: be on Hulu as well. All right. What do you got for us? All right. So my
0: first uh, one, I'm going to kind of do this in backwards order uh, and save the best one for last okay. in my case. But So I'm going to start with Four Christmases. Uh, this is directed by Seth Gordon. Uh he did Parks and Rec, uh, Community, The Office, Modern Family, Horror Bosses, Identity Thief, Baywatch. You know, so he's got he's got a really good uh, you know slew of things uh, directing wise. Um, you know, it's starring uh, Reese Witherspoon. You know, everyone loves America Reese Sweetheart. With- yeah. Vince Vaughn is honestly one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh, Robert Duvall, uh, Mary Steinsberg, John uh, I always get his name Voit Voight. Voit. Yep. Yeah. Which is Angelina Jolie's dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, John Fairview, which uh, everybody knows him now. You know he director of the Mandalorian and all uh-huh. those Star Wars movies. Uh, he's also an actor. People. Yep. yep. An actor first. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I loved him in uh, the Replacements.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it also has Tim McGraw in it. Tim McGraw, Sissy Spacek, yep. So uh, Dwight Yoakam. (laughs) I mean, you can go on. Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah, there are so so many
0: people people in this movie. But uh, this movie basically, uh, you know, Reese Witherspoon, and Vince Vaughn's characters. um, They're not. They're not married, but they're together. They're one of those new age couples that we talked about earlier. Um, And I love the way this movie starts. Yes, it it starts. um, Reese Witherspoon is at a bar. And she's enjoying her drink, and Vince Vaughn's character walks up, and he kind of looks like this computer geek nerd, and tries to talk to her, and basically gets shut down. And then he, he, you know, there, there's, you know, there's some language in this movie, so I'm not going to repeat what he says, but. Uh, it, it's it's amazing, and that's how they keep their relationship uh, alive. Basically, they, they go out and do things together. Uh, you know, they're not married. Um, there is a scene at the beginning where they talk about marriage because uh, other couples are like, "Oh, when's the wedding?" And they're like, "No, no, we
2: just like going and doing things <laughs> yeah. together." It's... But
0: one one of the main things that they, uh, they like to do is around Christmas time to avoid their families because they're both from uh, divorced uh, homes. So um, their mother and father have new families now to avoid all that mess uh they always go on vacation every christmas and you know they basically lie to their family saying they're going to go do charity Uh, you know they're you know you're going to go help uh people fish in taiwan or you know uh, i think the one of the lines in there is the more details the less they ask questions that's right yeah but basically um their flights uh get canceled and they're on tv and all their families see them, <laughs> and they call, and they basically they get stuck into going to all their parents. Uh, and, you know, at first they just hate it. They they hate going. But at the end of the movie, just like every Christmas movie, you know, they love each other, and it comes around, and everybody's happy because it's
2: Christmas! Right. Uh, I would say that my favorite scene in this one is when they first get to his mom's house, played by Sissy Spacek. Yeah. And she is living with and dating or whatever his best friend from yeah. school. Yeah, <laughs> he's I, all he's all. Can I pay for your gas? <laughs> I'm not trying to be your dad. Yeah. You got one of those. I want to be your friend. And he's like he's like checking off all the boxes.
0: Yeah. yeah, my 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 favorite is when they get to his dad's house. Yeah, that was pretty good. And. Too. She finds out his real name. <laughs> they're, they're, they're named uh, after cities um, where they, something happened. Yes. <laughs> and uh, basically, this is like uh, like a rough house family because as soon as he gets there, he gets tackled and it's just basically like a brawl all the time they're there. Great movie. <laughs> it is. Definitely go see this. I know this one for a fact is on Hulu. Yes. So I watched this just the other
2: night. All right. Uh, one of mine that's quiet. It's a quiet movie. Shh yes uh it came out in 1994 rated r uh-oh dennis leary and the ref oh i don't know if you've ever seen this one we've to- you've told me about it a few uh, times Dennis leary plays a cat burglar who crashes a family's christmas eve posing as their psychologist the wife and the husband are getting divorced the uh, the husband is kevin spacey um this also stars christine baranski and a very very young jk simmons believe it or not is hmm. in this as well um But Kevin Spacey and his wife are getting divorced, and they've been going to this psychologist. And Dennis Leary is looking for a place to crash for a couple of hours, and he holds them at gunpoint.
0: Oh, I have seen this one. Don't they end up uh, like the kid wants to leave with him? Yes, yes, yes.
2: yes. And one of my favorite lines in the movie, and I I, I say it to my wife every now and then, of course, completely and totally tongue-in-cheek, is the mother, the matriarch of the family, just gives everything, you know? but there's always strings attached. And she just does so much, but there's always strings attached and she just gets, she goes i'm not going to sit here and be talked to this way and kevin spacey looks at her and it's probably like the first time that he's ever stuck up to his mother in his entire life and he says you know what mom next year for christmas we're going to get you a big cross and when you're feeling unappreciated you can go out and hang yourself on it <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's got stuff like that in it and it's it's a really good movie and of course at the end of the movie everything works out because it's a christmas movie there you go all right what do you got All right, so this is honestly
0: my most favorite Christmas movie. I watch it every year. It's hilarious. Well, I think it's hilarious. It's uh, 2016's Office Christmas Party. This one is definitely rated R. Uh, It's directed by Josh Gordon and uh, Will Speck. Um, They did *Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile*, *Blades of Glory*, so you know they're used to doing some comedy. It's starring uh, Jason Bateman. Uh, You might know him. Love
2: Jason Bateman. Uh,
0: Olivia Munn's in it. T.J. Miller, Jennifer Aniston. We all
2: know how I feel yeah. about Jennifer Aniston.
0: Yes, we do. Kate McKinnon, uh, Julian Bell, Robert Corey, Randall Park, which uh, is also he's in
2: Aquaman 2. He's Asian Jim, if you ever watch The Office.
0: Yeah. And uh, Courtney B. Vance is on it as well. So uh, this movie is about uh, T.J. Miller's character. Um, he, his dad has passed away, and he's in charge of his uh, uh, big company's branch in chicago um and his sister is the ceo of the entire company so she runs all the offices around the world and, and that's uh, aniston right? yeah that's jennifer aniston's character and they're making budget cuts uh and basically the office christmas party is gets canceled by her but he wants to have the christmas party because he believes that uh if uh, people think their family that they they 'll care and do better at their job because that 's how his father ran the business and when jennifer anson 's just all solid you know business and his best friend jason bateman he 's kind of the uh, the little angel on the shoulder going i don 't think you should do that you know, but everything gets totally derailed at the christmas party um, they 're trying to impress um, a guy who's part of another uh, b- uh, b- uh, company trying to get him s- his sales, basically. And he accidentally gets a certain white powder thrown in his face by what was supposed to be a decoration fan. It can happen anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it can happen to anyone. <laughs> but uh, basically, this party goes crazy. The entire office gets destroyed. Um uh TJ Miller's character basically gets uh he 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 goes with a pimp and uh the the worker <laughs> I don't know what the proper word to say on the radio is so I'm just going to say the worker yes and uh so he's got all this money uh strapped to him and they're trying to find his money because they think it's in his safe at his house and uh they go and they jump over one of the Chicago bridges and it's just they, they don't make it. Don't <laughs> they do not make it. And they crash into a power grid, and the power goes out in the city. And Olivia Munn and Jason Bateman's character develop an app to where if there's power, you can have the internet. And basically kind of saves the day because it is a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. That's right. Yep.
2: Uh, and there are so many more other ones. You know, one we didn't mention uh, that is a favorite of mine as well, and I'm sure everybody loves this one: is Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah! Fabulous movie. Yes, uh, love that one. Um, you know, there's just a lot out there, and I'm sure you have your own Christmas movies and traditions that you like as a family that you have to watch and watch every year at Christmas time because that's really what it's all about: is just kind of chilling at home, it hanging is. with the family, and just watching a good flick.
0: Yeah, you know, so do it. Get invite the family over, sit down, watch
2: Christmas movies, get some popcorn, and just enjoy it. And we're going to enjoy it all because it's Christmas tomorrow. It's, exactly. Just look at it that way. It's I actually know. on Monday. It's not. Sunday. Well, Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Yes, you're absolutely right. Thank you. Good call. All right, Go when team. We, when we come back, this is one that we've been waiting for, it, and, and it's it's, it's going to be a good one. I enjoy this one, but I think we're going to make some people upset with this one as well. I I don't care. Okay. (laughs) So you better stick around for it, and we'll talk about it. Coming up.
0: All right, in the souls, everyone quiet down. Dave and Ryan's movie review, segment three, and action.
2: Okay, so this topic is a little long-winded, but I, I think we need to discuss this, because there are a lot of movies out there... That people think because they see snow on the ground, it's a Christmas movie. Yep. All right. So we've we've picked three that we're going to tell you why it's not a Christmas movie.
0: And I will tell you why it maybe might be is.
2: Really? We're <laughs> going to go there? We're going to fight over them? All right. First up. Dave, you should know me by I now. Know. First up, Batman Returns. Definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> 1992, <laughs> PG-13. Great cast, Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito, and Christopher Walken. Yeah. This is one of those that always gets thrown into Christmas movie list because it takes place at... It does take place at Christmas time. Yes, it does. I'm not going to say that it doesn't, but one of the main things that I look at when I look at a movie and decide whether it's Christmas or not is Could this sa- movie have taken place any other time of the year. Okay. And? Oh, was that a question? Yeah. I thought you no, were making a statement. A statement. <laughs> I am, but what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, Could okay, it have? Yeah, th- this
0: movie? Well, technically, no, because of the penguins.
2: Okay, penguins don't exist in the summertime?
0: They like cold. Okay. And they but, can't be walking out in the street if it's 90 degrees. They weren't walking out in the streets? Yes, they were. They had the rockets attached to them, and they were walking around Gotham.
2: Have okay. you seen this movie, okay, Dave? But what did it have to do with Christmas?
0: Was that their gift? That was their the gift to Gotham.
2: They were going to blow up the city. Okay, and here's another reason. I I, I, saved, I put this one in my back pocket. Tell
0: me your lies, Dave. Yeah. Here, Tell me I, your I, this lies. This is not a lie.
2: This is a fact, and you can find this one. I saw this one on the internet. It's got to be true. Okay. Oh, because nothing lies on the internet. I don't know how. Dave, I'm on the internet. I know. I don't know how you can justify saying that a movie is a Christmas movie. When it came out in June. <laughs> Movies can come out whenever. That's right. They absolutely can. Maybe they didn't want to compete with
0: another big movie. This is not a Christmas movie, Ryan. It could be. No. It might be. <laughs> no. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: now. You got one, Dave. If, you Michael, got one. if Michael Keaton would have come out in a red bat suit... With a, oh, that would be awesome. Then maybe we can talk. At Danny DeVito, the Penguin, he could be Jack Frost or an elf.
0: Yeah. Oh, what, what? What? Michelle Pfeiffer? What, what would she be? She could be whatever she wants. Mrs.
2: Claus? Really? <gasps> Mrs. Claus?
0: Oh, meow.
2: She was Catwoman. Good call. Oh, look at I that. I never looked at it that way. Yeah. It's, just, it's still
0: not a Christmas. You're movie. welcome, Dave. Still not a Christmas. That movie. is my gift to you. Okay. It's still not a Christmas movie. I'm telling your wife.
2: Okay. Another one. This one came out in 1983. Definitely rated R. Stars Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Ralph Bellamy, Donna Amici, and Jamie Lee Curtis. And, of course, I am speaking of Trading Places. This movie. This Christmas it, movie. It's not a Christmas movie, man. It's just not. I'm sorry. Uh, Eddie Murphy plays a homeless person. Yes. Okay. And Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici are brothers that own a brokerage house yeah. that make these bets. And he bets his brother that he could take Eddie Murphy and put him into the lap of luxury and make just as much money as Dan Aykroyd's character, who is like their shining star at their brokerage firm. Yeah. And they would basically make... Dan Aykroyd become Eddie Murphy.
0: Well, yeah, Well, they they uh, they got that idea because uh, Dan Aykroyd found the check that they basically were writing themselves. Yes, you know, to someone who did not work there.
2: That's right. So, and I think really in the whole movie, other than the two brothers, the only one that knew was the butler. Yeah, that was played beautifully by Denholm <coughs> Elliott, and uh, everybody remembers him from the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies. So, so Dave. Um, no, it's not. In order to be a
0: Christmas movie, would Santa Claus have to be in it?
2: No, you're not. I'm not falling into that trap, dude. Because Dan Aykroyd
0: be. dressed up as Santa Claus. It didn't have. He to. dressed
2: up as Santa Claus. Could have happened any time of the year. No, no, it yes. was. It, I understand. It is a Christmas
0: movie. Santa Claus is in the movie.
2: Okay, Santa Claus is in. Bad Santa. Santa Claus is in Violet Night. Is is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. That you take your whole family to go see? Not well, the I guess whole, family. There, whole family. there's Christmas movies one. for everybody, David.
0: They don't all have to be it's family it's movies. Not a Christmas movie.
2: It, is, it is. Anyway, at the end of the movie, um they find out that uh you know, they've done exactly what they said. And so the brothers paid their bet off and it was for A dollar. Yep. It basically ruined Dan Aykroyd's life over a $1 bet. But they got him back at the end. They did. And then uh, Eddie Murphy was nice enough in the first Coming to America movie. It was a
0: Christmas movie because at the end, it's a Christmas movie and
2: everyone lives
0: happily ever after in a Christmas movie.
2: Except for Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici. Well, the
0: bad guy always gets their due.
2: But (laughs) Eddie Murphy made it up to him in the movie Coming to America I don't know if you remember this when they're walking along, and he has this wad of cash that he took from Arsenio Hall, and he gives it to the two bums on the street, and the bums are Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici. <laughs> and Ralph Bellamy looks at the mo- all the money and he goes Mortimer, which was Don Amici's character in uh-huh. Trading Places. We're back, <laughs> so he he took care of them at the end, and Ooh, that pl- that would be that's a um, universal and even, a- even scarier. Uh, Coming to America takes place at Christmas time too. Yeah. So is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. Okay. Give you a twofer there. Santa Claus was in this movie. Okay. Now we got to spend some time on this last one because I have.
0: Um, well, let me let me just ask you: this. before we get started, are you saying it is or it is not? None of these are Christmas movies. Okay.
2: None of them. And this one always just really upsets people. And I'm sorry. I love the movie. Does it upset you? No. Okay. i love the movie then why are we talking one of my about favorites it.
0: if it doesn't upset you it upsets me i'm trying to give the people what they want Dave. it
2: upsets me that people think that it's a christmas movie. Well, it's because it is it is not and we're speaking of course of the 1988 action movie classic christmas movie die hard bruce willis bonnie bedelia william atherton Yep. Oh, Dick Thornburg, <laughs> uh, Reginald Val Johnson, and Alan Rickman. Yes. One the of the first movies I can Alan remember G. seeing Rickman. Alan Rickman in. Yeah. Really? Because he's a great... Oh, he was a fabulous actor. I, I miss the guy, the fact that that guy's not around. Yeah. Just think what they could do with more Harry Potter movies if he were still alive. I'm going to stab you. <laughs> This is not a Christmas movie. And the reason that I It takes I have... place at a Christmas party. Okay. Could He's have been crawling party? through the
0: ventilation shafts
2: just like Santa goes down the chimney. Okay. The reasoning that I have behind it, other than the fact that it's not a Christmas movie... That it is. Is I told you I was flipping through reels on my Facebook page, and they had a reel on there of the Bruce Willis roast that was on Comedy Bruce Central. Bruce
0: Willis is Bruce,
2: that Not back then. Bruce Willis said... <laughs> That he was glad that they did this roast because he would like to set the record straight. And he looked right into the camera and he said, unequivocally, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis doesn't get to make that
0: call. He didn't direct it. He didn't produce it. He just acted in it.
2: Okay, so you're telling. He
0: was told what to do and that's what he did.
2: Would it have been a good movie with Bruce Willis not in
0: it? Depends on what other actor you got. Who are you going to get at that time? Tom Cruise. At that time. Tom Cruise was was young at that time. He was. He was a little too young for that role. Mm-hmm. Who are you gonna get? Why would we
2: change Bruce Willis? That's what I'm asking. You said that Bruce Willis didn't make that movie. He had no say. No, in that I movie. said he doesn't get to make that call. It's not a Christmas movie. This yes, it is. This is we, we does, have, does the studio consider it a Christmas we movie? We have a state If in you here. go
0: if you go to Walmart and look up Christmas movies, in the section you'll see die hard doesn't make it right yeah that, that's what the studio wanted that's does what the producer it's it a make christmas it right? movie bruce willis acted if you go, in the movie and if, that's it
2: if you go to walmart in their meat section and buy ground beef are you sure i'm sure i mean that i
0: mean something okay.
2: <laughs> no it's, it's it's
0: like it's like buying hot dogs it's always a gamble that's right <laughs> is it kosher or is it a shoe we have we have a <laughs> saying
2: here at this station um is this the mountain that you want to die on? Yes. Yes it is. <laughs> die Hard not being a Christmas movie is the it's mountain that I want movie. to die on.
0: I think people should uh talk that in I the comments. I want to die hard on. I think people should go in the comments and give their opinion. Please if, do. If, if you're if you're for Ryan, thumbs up. If you're for Dave, smiley face. Well, it's just not a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. It's gonna die hard. The second movie was also a Christmas movie. Wow.
2: Well. It might it might have been closer because at least part of it took place in a church. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh oh oh! Right? Die Hard's a Christmas movie. No, it's not. Let's ask Santa.
2: I, I'm pretty sure he would agree. I'm Santa's pretty, sure. pretty busy right now. I haven't got time. You don't have time. I he doesn't have time to answer. He's got more important things to do, like deciding what not to get you for Christmas.
0: Oh, he's already got my present. Because it's you think paid for in the parking
2: lot. Because you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah, he hasn't heard this yet. Oh,
0: we had this conversation the other Santa day. Santa can have givebacks.
2: He'll take yeah, it away. Santa doesn't give back. He does. Dave. You have to be extra bad. All your presents, gone. Whatever. Shows you I wasn't getting any to begin with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, because I wasn't getting you anything. (laughs)
2: Uh, Exactly. All right, so there you have it. We're going to get on out of here. Please have a great Christmas. Enjoy Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And happy holidays. Sit at home, watch some movies, and uh, we'll be back next week when we're going to talk about New Year's movies. Yeah. Because why not? New Year's Eve, right around the corner as well. You be safe, and we'll talk to you later.
1: Dave and Ryan's Movie Review.